Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi. I'm a singer, writer, rapper, recording engineer, model, and all-around entertainer. Thank you so much for joining me. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment, where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL, that's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L, to be part of the conversation. And you can catch the replays on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please be sure that no matter which platform you're using, be sure to like, comment, review, subscribe, share, all of that good stuff. I would really appreciate it. This week on Lex Chat, I want to chat with you about the Renaissance movie, a film by Beyonce, and I want to share my thoughts on what I thought about it, what I think about it. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in chatting about, make sure you stay tuned. Real men never underestimate the power of a woman, but they do understand she's vital to his plan. You disagree and then I doubt you ever knew one, so I'ma let you win. Sit back and take a pen. Lemon to your tea A real woman Will compliment your everything So if you plant the seed And water it, it grows But you never had a real love interest And it shows Real love never had a real All righty. So you just heard my song Real Love, which is on my Love Reset album, which is available everywhere. Spotify, Tidal, Apple, um, YouTube, Amazon, anywhere that you listen to music. That music is available as well as on my website at LexiATL.com. You can buy the physical copy, which I would highly recommend because There's just something that's different about experiencing music when you can physically hold it in your hand and you can physically touch it and feel it. And it's a deeper connection, I feel, versus only relying on the digital aspect of the music. So you can find Love Reset, which has a song Real Love on it, on my website, LexiATL. That's L-E-X-C-A-T-L dot com. All right. I want to get into a few updates and announcements before we get into the Lex chat. Um, I want to remind you all that the next coffee date is going to be on Sunday, January 7th at 12 o'clock noon on Instagram at LexiATL. So on my main page at LexiATL at L-E-X-C-A-T-L coffee date. First Sunday of the month, January 7th. Remember it. Remember it. Another thing I want to update y'all on is um, I got some new business cards So the old ones, they are at the end of their line as far as pretty much gotten rid of all of them. (laughs) So now I decided that it was time for some new business cards. So I went from horizontal to vertical. Let me see if I can show the camera. This is the horizontal one and I'm going to vertical. It's a glossier look, it's a cleaner look and it has all the same information on there. So yeah, got some new business cards because it was time and it's the end of the year and I wanted to start 2024 with some new, I think you would call these stationary. I think that's what you would call this. Yep, you would call it stationary. So yeah, I'm really excited about that because I've been wanting to get new business cards for a while. I get 250 at a time. Y'all would be surprised how long it actually takes to get rid of that 250 business cards, but I'm really, really excited about it. And the reason why I wanted to bring up the business cards is because I also had the bright idea 
Um, Because I'm always looking for ways to market, right? And this is something that I want anyone who tunes into this show. This is why I do Lex Chat, because I hope that it's going to spark something within you to inspire you to get creative with your marketing and get creative with, or not even creative, just stay consistent with keeping up with little things that is going to keep your business kind of like relevant and think of new ways to put your business and your brand in front of people's eyes. So on top of the business cards, right? I got the business cards. I also had the bright idea. Lexi, you like to read and you read a lot. What's a simple little thing that you need when you're reading that you use when you're reading and you look at it almost every day or whenever you choose to open up the book and it's a huge tool. Like it's a helper, even though it's this one small little thing. And y'all, I came to the conclusion that bookmarks are the way for me. What's up, my beautiful friend? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I hope you're doing well this morning as well. But I came up with the beautiful idea of bookmarks. And, you know, I did a little bit of research. I looked at like different bookmarks from other artists. And it's usually just like a picture of the artist and then some cute little quote that they're doing. But I decided to take the song titles, song titles from my album, Love Reset, and make it into a bookmark. So y'all know one of the first few songs, let me show the camera first, actually. One of the first few songs on the album is called This Is The Part Where. Now, I might change this in the future because you can't see the part in red, but it says, this is the part where, and in red, it says, you left off. And then I put my QR code on there. I got to make sure I'm showing Instagram as well as my camera. So this is the part where you left off. And then I put my QR code in there, Love Reset by Lexi. And there's a beautiful picture of this beautiful woman on the on the picture, on the bookmark, you know? And on the other side, it says, because I have another song that's called It's a Good Day, We Outside. So I just use that first part, It's a Good Day to Read, Love Reset by Lexi. And then it has my Instagram at LexiATL. And then it has LexiATL.com. So I came up with this bright idea because it's something that's natural to me. And this is what I try to tell my clients as well. Um, specific in, in particular, I'm thinking of a podcast client that I have. And he's always kind of like thinking of ways that we can brand and have like physical product to give out to promote the podcast. It's the same thing with musical artists. I tell all of my clients, you want to not just make anything, right? Make something that's going to be useful to people, something that people are likely to use. It's going to be of service to them, of help to them. And this is something small that I came up with that I could do. I got 250 of these. I got 250 of these bookmarks through vistaprint.com and I like to read. It's something that comes natural to me. And I believe that people who would like my music, they also enjoy to read. So what can I do? Bookmarks. Even if you never, even if you never visit the website, right? Now you see my face and now Love Reset is there every time you open the book and you open the page and you see either this text, Love Reset by Lexi, Love Reset by Lexi, or you see and remember my picture, right? And eventually you may be curious enough to scan this QR code or 
to put in the website because it says LexiATL.com at the bottom. You might be curious enough to do that and check me out and I might earn a new fan that way. So the genius idea, so genius, oh my gosh. I gotta give myself props because it's amazing. So I got 250 of these. I like to read and there are some books in my house that I got from, it's called Little Free Library and there are these little boxes around town um, where I live at and it's literally like a free little library. It's a box, a wooden box with a bunch of books. You take a book and ideally you're supposed to leave a book, but it's really just free books for people to come by and take and read. You could put it, you could put it back. You, you could bring a new book to replace the one that you borrowed, but my bright idea, and they have, they have a website that lets you track where all these little boxes are. So I figured, let me get some bookmarks and put my bookmarks into these boxes around the city. And that is a creative way to market. I don't think anybody that I know anyway, they're not thinking about putting bookmarks in book boxes with their with their stuff on it, you know? And these, it was like $250 for, 250 cards, sorry. 250 bookmarks for I think like $70. It might've been more than that because I put my business cards and my bookmarks on the same order and it came out to like 140. Um, but I just, I just think that's so cool. So I want to let y'all know that I got these bookmarks available. So if you see these little libraries around Atlanta and hopefully you'll see my bookmark, it would be super exciting if you take a picture and send it to me. And yeah, I would also like to gift y'all some books if I can. So just wanted to share that with you. What else do I have on my updates and announcements? Oh, 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 speaking of having the bright idea, right? Speaking of having the bright idea of doing this type of marketing with my bookmarks, I told y'all about this thing that I was trying last week, right? So last week I told y'all about this thing called Magic Mind, which is basically like a little potion, a little drink that um, I tried and it really helped to get rid of my brain fog and a lot of anxiety. Well, I took Magic Mind. There are five shots that came in the pack. I took that for five days in a row and the level of clarity that I experienced and the level of, I feel like my brain and my mind was opened up like I really do and my anxiety was gone and it just, oh, I just really love it. I really love it. So speaking of all that clarity, right? I took that for five days and now I kind of did an experiment to where this last week um, I didn't take any, but the interesting thing is that, oh, I don't have internet on my computer. The interesting thing is that the effects of the magic mind, I feel like taking those shots in just those five days, it created almost like a habit and an expectation in my mind to have clarity, to not be anxious and to feel productive. And, you know, I thought to do this while I was on the magic mind shots. And I would love for y'all to try the magic mind potions as well. So I told y'all I was experiencing brain fog and anxiety and just not feeling really inspired. I don't know what it is. Well, I do know what it is because there are ingredients <laughs> in the magic mind shots, but they really, it really does work y'all. And I would love for y'all to try it. And I have a code available for y'all to try it. All right. So if you go to magicmind.com slash LexChat, L-E-X-C-H-A-T, magicmind.com slash LexChat and use my code LexChat20 then you will be able to receive 20% off of your first purchase or up to 50% off 
off of your first subscription purchase. All right. So go to magicmind.com slash LexChat and use the code LexChat20 to get 20% off of your first purchase or up to 50% off of your first subscription. So why does this work so well? I really think it's because of the ingredients like the matcha, the ashwagandha, and the lion's mane's mushrooms. It's all kind of nootropics and adaptogens that reduce stress and anxiety. And it's way less caffeine than actual coffee. I'm not really a coffee drinker, but I do drink tea. You can pair it with your tea. You can pair it with your coffee for extra productivity, but you can also use it as a substitute if you want to. So I would highly recommend it. And, you know, even though I didn't take Magic Mind this past week, I'm doing a little experiment, but those five days of taking Magic Mind, I feel like it created a a sort of habit and I found myself still wanting to be creative and be productive and be like on schedule And I wasn't feeling as stressed even the week after taking these magic mind shots. So y'all just imagine how much better and more productive you will feel if you continue to take them after you take your first purchase, after you get that first subscription, right? So there's matcha, ashwagandha, lion's mane's mushroom, the nootropics and adaptogens, reduces anxiety, reduces stress, and it stimulates neural regeneration. And that's why I was able to come up with this beautiful idea of the bookmark. So I'm really proud of myself. So y'all make sure y'all check that out and try it. Tell them Lexi sent you tag me in it use my code so they can keep you know you know so I could mm, I get a little a little something on that you know what I'm saying but anyway I want to get into the next part of this podcast all right so that was magic mind that was the last of my updates let's get into the actual lex chat we're talking about Beyonce today of course as I love Beyonce um And let me see, we're talking about the Renaissance film. So y'all know I love me some Beyonce. I got to remember to turn my background music on. Y'all know I love me some Beyonce. And I went to go see the Renaissance film finally last Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah, because I had a session um, and it got out when it was dark. What time did we, was it five? No, it was four to six that we did that session. And I kind of like twiddled my thumbs a little bit um, after the session and decided like, you know what? I don't feel like going home. I'm feeling good. I'm in good spirits. Let me go do something for for myself. So I decided to go see the Renaissance film by Beyonce. And I was just in time. It was a seven o'clock showing and I went to the AMC theater um, and I heard that the tickets were expensive, but I, for some reason, it was seven o'clock. I thought I would get matinee for some reason. That's dumb. I guess I was expecting Sunday prices, um, but it was weekend prices. It was $30 for the ticket, but I paid it. I paid it. And it was in Dolby, Dolby atmosphere, I want to say. I think that's what it's called, Dolby Atmos. But I went to the AMC and I saw Beyonce and I paid $30 for the ticket, but You know, I wasn't even mad for that long because they gave me this. Uh, It's a little movie poster, y'all. So you know how in the beginning of this podcast, I told you that I would rather you experience, I would like to you, I would like for you to have the additional experience of having a physical copy of my album of Love Reset. Well, when you buy a ticket to go see the Renaissance film by Beyonce, you get this cute little poster and it just makes 
buying the ticket so much better. I feel like I have a piece of Beyonce now, or I have something to remember the experience by. I have this hard copy. It's not just my memories that I can hold on to, but it's it's physical products that allow you to make a stronger connection things to things. So you can see things, you can hear things, you can feel things. When you can feel and touch and see it at the same time, it adds to the experience. So I want to give kudos to Beyonce on that part first and foremost, because I really don't know of any other entertainers. I mean, off the top of my head, maybe like Travis, what is his name? Travis Scott? That's his name, right? The dude who does, don't you open up that window? Mm-mm, don't you let out that antidote? So I've heard of him attaching his album sales and music sales to different products, right? And I think most recently, Nicki Minaj is also doing the same thing. I think I heard of Wiz Khalifa, um, including like for his Colorado listeners or wherever weed is is legal, including like a three, five of some weed or something, right? I've heard of that, but it's been a really long time since I've seen any rappers outside of the ones who are already considered like superstars. It's been a while since I've seen them include anything physical, like any extra incentive outside of you're a superstar and I should know you by now and get your music right. So the fact that Beyonce has gone, in my eyes, this is just an extra layer and an added detail that I really appreciate about Beyonce because it's adding to the experience and it's proving time and time again, at least for me anyway, that the old school way of doing things is still the most effective way of doing things. I think we rely way too much on the digital aspect of the world. And that is great because it is more accessible and it's easier to reach more people with less expense and less, um, I guess, less effort in a way. But we cannot forget the human element. We cannot forget the physical element of our human experience, right? And this little piece right here, like I smiled so hard when the lady handed me this little poster, y'all. I'm, I smiled so hard. So it was, it was a $30 ticket, but it came with this little poster and I'm very happy about it. So sat down seven o'clock. The movie probably actually started at like 7.20, 7.30. And I didn't get out of the theater until about 10 o'clock. So it's about a two and a half hour runtime I think it's about a two two and a half hour runtime basically it was cool with me again I'm a Beyonce fan so I don't mind and y'all if you could sit through something y'all probably didn't but I sat through like two and a half hours of the the Little Mermaid remake um you can sit through this Beyonce so basically what is the film about right it is the Renaissance. So I saw Beyonce back in August, night night three of Atlanta. And that ticket was like $300 for nosebleeds. But I had a great spot. I could see the entire stage and nothing was blocking my view. So I saw Beyonce. And now the film is the concert. The, the Renaissance tour is the Renaissance film visuals, okay? So that's probably what she meant when she said, we, you are the visuals. <laughs> and um, it's really quick turnaround time. I don't know. I don't remember when the last date was for Beyonce's tour having wrapped up. But I do know that this was a very fast turnaround to have the film out and released and ready um, a few months after after the concert. And I can only imagine the amount of sleepless days that Beyonce had to go through to get this edited and distributed 
two theaters. But, you know, it's it's just it's Beyonce, y'all. What can I say? I also want to mention that I listened to podcasters Kev on stage and that chick Angel, the podcast Here's the Thing. And Angel briefly talked about it. And she said that she got to the premiere of Renaissance. And as the credits for the film, no, I think as they were watching the film, Beyonce released a new single called My House. And when I was in the theater, My House is the song that plays on the end credits of the movie. So again, there's that added level of that experience and that attention to detail that Beyonce keeps proving to us over and over and over again, right? So there's doing the concert and this is really a lesson on how to continue to create experiences for your fans and how to continue to, I guess, um, have things that connect you and make you feel like a part of a community, which is just as important as just being the superstar, right? Like you bring people together and you create an experience. Beyonce really has created an entire experience around this Renaissance project. First, we got the music and then we got the tour and then the tour was being recorded into film. Now we have a film. We have a movie poster to go with that. We got a new release of a song as the film is dropping. And then I'm pretty sure y'all, there has to be like a live album on the way because the way that this sounded in the theaters, it was amazing. Like it, it, the concert was amazing. When I was in the theater, that was amazing as well. And it truly added on to my excitement of the music and it made me like the music that much more because of the added experience of seeing it again, hearing it in a different environment, in a theater environment. And the people in the theater were just as great as the people at the actual concert. Um, Beyonce fan base, I will say, like I feel safe within the fan base and I feel like it's a positive energy within the fan base. There were some girls next to me who were like dancing and singing along and you could tell they kind of wanted it to be another concert. And there were some people down below that were like into it as well. Side note, I really am glad that I didn't have that experience. I didn't want to have that type of experience in the theater. I just wanted to sit down and watch Beyonce and bop my head. But doing everything that I was doing at the concert, I did not want to experience that in the theater. And the people that I saw the movie with, it was cool. Everybody, we were on one accord. We had our little fun. When the mute challenge came on, everybody was on mute in the theater. So I thought that was really fun too. And that it's just another layer that adds to the community of the fan base, right? So the experience of seeing the concert, but then there's like that insider joke or that insider challenge that became competitive competition. It became um, friendly competition between and within the fan base, right? Of the mute challenge that didn't stay just in the concert, it stayed in the film as well. And it was just, you could tell people in the theater when she said, everybody look around, everybody on mute. And everybody in the theater was on mute, looking at each other like y'all better not say, y'all better not say nothing. But the way that the music sounds in the theater is amazing because it's an Adobe atmosphere um, theater. I think they have speakers like in between the seats or something. They definitely have subs underneath the seats because I could feel the music a lot better 
in the theater compared to how it was when I saw it at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium out here in Atlanta. And that was like back in August. But the vocal clarity of Beyonce's vocals, it sounds amazing. And then the bass of it all and the surround sound of the album, it's just an entirely different experience. And it gives me an added layer of appreciation to the artist that Beyonce is. Now, it is basically my only grievance with the film, right? It's great, but also it makes me upset because Beyonce knows exactly what she's doing. It's kind of a documentary, but it is more so a recap of the concert and the transitions between the different cities and how they do the transitions and show the different outfits, like genius, the level of precision that it takes to be able to record those things and the cameras be recording at the same angles and the same timing every show so that when the film comes to the editing block, you can seamlessly, it, it's almost like she put TikTok and Instagram Reels transitions into the movie. It was very seamless. And I want to like kudos to the crew, kudos to that vision and kudos to all of that. Right. But my grievance with the film, it she did give us bits and pieces of like her family life a little bit. Right. We got bits and pieces of that. My grievance is that we didn't get enough of that. <laughs> so Beyonce can be very calculated and she's definitely a planner in the film. She says that this this tour took four years to plan, which that is another testament to the fact that just because we're in a digital era does not mean that we get to be lazy with planning. And it does not mean that we can just drop things whenever we want. Like it also means that we can do those things, but there is so much power in planning and creating a release, creating an experience around the, so planning the release and creating an experience around the release. There is a lot of value in that. And Beyonce keeps proving to people, you know, by now she's considered an old school artist, but to me, it's just like, I don't see, and maybe cause I also don't follow people the way that I follow. I don't follow Beyonce like that. Like I would say I'm an active fan of Beyonce because I bought tickets to her concert because I bought tickets to the movie theater to see this. I mean, that makes me an active fan because I'm actively spending money with her and not just passively listening. I'm going to do a Lex chat on active and passive supporters and fans. Um, probably next week I'll actually get into it, but she is another, that's another reminder of just because we're in this digital era, it doesn't mean that you abandon the things that make being someone's fan fun. It's fun to be able to go to a concert and feel safe within the fan base because you know that the same type of people are in this environment together and we are brought together and connected by our common love of this artist, Beyonce. And we're there to have a good time and she promotes positivity in her music and she does not promote like crazy activity, like crazy actions, you know? So that's not something that you would expect from her fan base. So it was really a good time. It was a safe time, a safe space. Um, the, the little snippets that she showed us, right? The four years it took to plan her knee going out and she had to rehabilitate her knee. She got surgery on the knee and we get to hear and see blue Ivy. And she talks about her experience. She's only 11 years old. She looks really tall. 
She's as tall as Beyonce. She's only 11. But that girl, she is going to be a problem, okay? 11 years old, Beyonce says she didn't even want Blue to do the show at all, but Blue wanted to do it. And then somehow, I guess one of Blue's friends showed her comments that people were saying about how stiff she looked at the first show. And that motivated Blue to want to do better and improve. And she stayed on the rest of the tour. And Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles, he was like, that's a Knowles right there. That's that Knowles attitude. That's that Knowles spirit. And we can learn a lot from 11-year-old Blue Ivy, okay? Your parents are Jay-Z and Beyonce, but you still have work ethic. You still have, you drop the ego and you drop the pride and you say, okay, I can get better and I can continue to improve. And I think that, We can all take a page from Blue's book and anytime somebody, not to say that we should always be motivated by negative comments and negativity that comes our way, but it is an opportunity to decide, is there validity to what's being said about me? If there is, then I know there's room for improvement. None of us are perfect. There's always going to be room for improvement, but sometimes critique is not negative. It doesn't feel the most comfortable, but critique can push us and responses that we were not expecting to get. It can push us to become better. If we would take what we're seeing, what we're hearing about our own performance, about ourselves, if we can take that, take it in, digest it and decide which parts are good, which parts are beneficial, and then we can apply it to our improvement and we can actually put action behind addressing some of those things, then we would all be better for it and we would all be able to continue to move forward and do better and look better and and have amazing experiences. Because to be 11 years old and you're on tour performing in front of 70,000 people each night, like that is madness. That is amazing. Like I don't know these people personally, but being able to witness something like that is so inspirational. It's so inspirational. I'm trying to think what other part stood out to me as I was watching the film. Let me restart my camera real quickly. What other part stood out to me as I was watching the film? It's like really the main thing that stuck out to me was Blue Ivy. I was so excited about that. Of course, Megan Thee Stallion was in there. Kendrick Lamar, we saw his performance in there. I didn't get to see Kendrick in Atlanta, but I think he was there for like the Inglewood concert, of course which was amazing to see and just the level of detail, the level of planning, the commitment behind it. And it seems like such a positive environment. The experience of the fans, it's just tens all around, a round of applause. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. And I would highly recommend y'all see it if y'all can before it comes out of theaters. Uh, I think she should let it sit in theaters because it just came out December something for for like public viewing, right? It just came out. She should keep it in there for two months probably at least. So at least through January, Beyonce, if you ever listen to me. But I feel extremely inspired after watching it. I felt extremely inspired after attending the concert because... For me, um, I haven't been in the best creative mood. I haven't been in the best mind state to be creative, but 
I feel like creating after seeing Beyonce's film. And it's truly a reminder that great entertainers, great artists are still out here. And the level of artistry that we see in Beyonce, it, it needs to be supported, in my opinion. It needs to be supported. I'm trying to make sure... Oh, this says Renaissance Mini. I'm trying to make sure that I don't forget anything. So let me take a moment to slow my thoughts down and think about, is there anything else I can tell y'all about this film? I have high praises for it. I'm a Beyonce fan though. Only thing that I would critique is that we didn't get to see enough of her personal life, but I understand that. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna just have to leave it at that because what I take away from this film as an artist myself is like I've already been explaining throughout throughout this Lex chat, right? The importance of just because we have the ease of access through way of social media and, you know, the digital era that we're in, you can still create ways to engage with your fan base, engage with your audience in a tangible way. So of course, Beyonce has the concert. Um, I'm sure that the album was out on vinyl and regular CDs as well. I did not buy it, but I'm pretty sure she's going to come out with a live album like that. That has to be her next thought. I'm pretty sure she's going to come out with a live album. So I would buy that. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And that's something that I don't see people doing either. Like in this new era, I don't see people doing live albums anymore. That's a new way to get, what do they call it? The EGOT, the EGOT, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, the Tony. The way that comedians and artists did that, they were in movies, their music were in, was in movies. They um, recorded their standups and their concerts and put out their their concerts in film format and this is how you get awards across those different categories this is how you do it but for me the biggest lesson that I take away from experiencing the renaissance with Beyonce right I don't know her personally but the but the takeaway the lesson that I get from her is despite the fact that we live in this digital era we need to make sure that we are continuing to enhance people's human experience. So you see Beyonce in concert, that's physical. You might buy the physical album. You might buy the physical vinyl of the copy. Um, you have the concert. So that's, you're going there to see her in person. And you're also hearing, and you're in the venue together with the community of the fan base. And then she creates like, a friendly competitive challenge with the mute challenge. That's something that we can all connect on. It unifies each city that we go to. It also has friendly competition, creates friendly competition between the different cities that she performed in. And it's it remains a thing within the fan base that's just, it's just a really cool connection to have with people. To physically go to the concert and then say, our city did the best. Y'all city was all right, but Atlanta night three, we did the best on the mute challenge, okay? And then to have her record that experience, that's the other piece that I hadn't said already. She recorded the experience of the concert and then she included clips from the audience perspective. Like the clip of Cardi B was in there, the clip of um, <laughs> when she did the mute challenge. <laughs> 
And there's one clip that where I guess a girl was about to scream. I don't know what city it was in, but a girl was about to scream and she forgot that she was supposed to be quiet on the mute challenge. And there's a lady in the background and everyone in her section is looking at her like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that clip was in there. That clip was in there. And then there was another one. I, it might've been a TikTok or something. I guess Beyonce made the decision to bring back the bed on stage um, for I think the song Cozy. And there was a fan who took a video and it's like, bring it, bring the bed, bring it, now sleep. And that was included in the film. And not to mention all the different like audience reactions that she captured throughout this tour. And then she put it into the film. So there's the added experience of having been at the concert and then having experienced the mute challenge and then the film comes out and you see that Beyonce saw your video Beyonce is including you in the film through your social media clips like that's amazing to me and it it gives people a deeper connection and it makes us feel like we built this experience together that's what I'm getting at giving an experience and experiencing it together and then making the fan base feel like they are a part of it and that's something that I think a lot of artists, to include myself, it's lacking in this digital era. So kudos to Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Y'all, I love Beyonce so much. She's my top three. It's Beyonce, Alicia Keys, and Aaliyah. I got to see Alicia Keys last year, 2021. That was two years ago. My goodness. But I got to see Alicia Keys and yeah, no, 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 2022. Yeah, it was pushed back two years. 2020 pushed back to 2021. 2021 pushed back to 2022. Yeah, that was last year. But yeah, I, I love Beyonce. And I hope y'all can see the film if y'all are into Beyonce as well. Even if not, I think it's a great inspirational source for creative people like myself. And yeah, her creativity inspired me to do these little bookmarks as well as the added inspiration of those magic mind potions that I told y'all about. It's magic mind shot, not a potion, but it looks like a little potion in a bottle. So that's what I call it. But I'm gonna wrap up this Lex chat. And um, yeah, remember to go to magicmind.com slash Lex chat and use my code Lex chat 20. So you can get 20% off of your first purchase and up to 50% off of your first subscription magicmind.com. Thank y'all so much for exposing me to y'all. I really appreciate it. Um, I also want to remind y'all to buy the physical copy of Love Reset. You can find that at www.lexiatl.com. You can buy the physical copy of it. You can request to have it autographed. You can request to have a personalized message in it. I would greatly appreciate that. And that adds to the experience of the music and it connects us in a different way to hear the music, feel the music, see the music. That's why music videos are so important, by the way, which I will be doing in, in the next year, in the upcoming year. But make sure y'all check that out, LexiATL.com. And remember that the next coffee date is going to be the first Sunday of the month. I do these coffee dates the first Sunday of every month, 12 o'clock noon Eastern time on Instagram live at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. ATL. So 
that is all I have for y'all on Lex Chat today. Make sure y'all like, share, subscribe. Shout out to my patrons who support me. Um, official Mr. Flat Shoals and Eldon Cleary. I appreciate you guys so much. You all out there, whoever's listening or watching, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash LexiATL and signing up for the support tier, which is just $5 a month. Or you can sign up for the consultation tier, I think it's called. And I'm in the I'm in I'm in the works of developing some new prices for my clients as well. So yeah, I would love y'all support on that. But make sure you like, share, subscribe, review, comment, all of those great things. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex Chat today. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. Real love, never had a real love.